all creative boys hanging out under the coconut tree. That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, That's love, a good way to spend a Saturday. Yeah, I love it. I love just jamming. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I got so much stuff to carry on down to the spots, like making three trips already. Oh, for real? Yeah. You need any help with anything? Or? Nah, no, but you know what? I was thinking this is so crazy that I'm running into you. Mm-hmm. I was actually just thinking, I got to invite some people to this thing our church is doing. It's called Alpha. Alpha. See, yeah, it's called the Alpha Course. Okay. You should come check it out. It's actually, I think you would really dig it. I think, Pat, you would be, you would love it so much. I don't know what you're doing on Wednesday nights. What do you do on Wednesday nights? Ooh, Wednesday nights. That's a, that's a night that I uh, change the socks in my sock drawer. <laughs> I guarantee this is going to be a little bit more exciting than that. In oh. fact, you know what? I keep my invitations right under here, just in case. Oh. You never know when you're going to run into somebody. So this is our alpha. Check that out. It's Wednesday nights. We're starting actually this Wednesday, Pat. Oh, this Wednesday? Yeah, you Ooh, should check it out. Okay. Uh, so you can bring Michelle. Okay. You can bring your boy. Come out. It's going to be, we got child care. We got dinner. Dinner is awesome. Dinner. What kind of dinner? Like Taco Bell or? No, we go all out. We go... Neil, he picks up like the best Chinese food. I can't remember where it's from, but it's good. It's not your regular Chinese food. This is like Fuk Yuen kind. This is good. Okay? Wait, Neil, you're talking about the guy that always wears the tank tops to church? And That's the oh, guy. Oh, that guy, yeah. That's the guy. I saw him out surfing, so I'll, maybe I'll go join him out there. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, hold. This alpha. I mean, what is, I, I don't even go to church. I'm not a Christian. I, I didn't grow up a Christian, so I mean, is this for like... Is this for like people who are Christians all their life, or what is this? Yeah, that's a good question, Pat. Um, this is perfect for people who are kind of exploring what the faith is all about. Okay. They have a lot of questions. You have some questions. I have some questions. We all have questions, and Alpha's meant for that. We're a place where you can feel safe. You can ask any kind of questions. So, you know, it's like eight-week thing, but you know what, Pat? Just come for the first night first on Wednesday. Night? If you like it, stay. If you don't like it, just check out. But I think you're going to like it. Pinocchio's house. Who's that? Oh, Justin and Mirasol. Oh, uh, they're this awesome couple. Beautiful place in Aina Haina. Mm. Oh, so Aina Haina. The address Whoa. is there. You just... <laughs> oh, must be like one mansion or something then, huh? <laughs> it's a little shack, but it, it, we, we make it work. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm still not sure, you know, like, how much does this thing cost? Um, it's $20. You can just give it to $20. me. $20? Okay. Oh, okay. It's free. It's free. So you're going to love it. It's free. Free? Yep. Oh, okay. Free dinner. Free dinner. Oh, sounds yeah. good. So okay. no strings atta- attached. Just come check out the first night. Okay. This Wednesday, 6.30. All right. Let me think about it then. Hey, right on, Pat. Right. Good to see you, man. So your name was Fax? Fax? <laughs> Fax Mowler, was it? <laughs> what was <gasps> it? Max. Oh, Max. Okay. Fowler. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I see you then. You take it on. easy. Hey, I, I love hey, your plane, up. man. Hey, That'd be thanks. cool if you could. Who knows? Maybe you'd be on our worship team one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that. Okay. Happens. Suits, Pat. Take care, man. All right. So, uh, let me give my wife a call. I forgot my phone in my jeans. <laughs> So, uh, honey, um, you never know who I ran into today. Uh, Max, I think his name was Max Fowler or something like that. He goes to your church. 
yeah, he was saying something about an alpha course and, you know, something about worship team, but I don't know, I suck, so I, I don't know, maybe I'll talk to Jared. <laughs> what? He's leaving? Oh, <laughs> screw that then. Uh, so he mentioned something about, like, um, this alpha course. I don't know, he said free food and it's going to be somewhere in Anaheim, so maybe we can get, like, you know, a good staycation out of it or something, but maybe we should go check it out. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, okay. All right, so let's do it then. Let's go. With this Wednesday night, I think 6.30. Okay, I love you. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right. Oh, he forgot his invitation. Go get it to him, Pastor Mark. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't happen the first time. You've got to keep inviting. Well, hey, anyway, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Kakaku Christian Fellowship. We are so happy that you are here, especially if you're a first-time visitor with us. Uh, today is Alpha Sunday. You might be wondering, what is Alpha? What are these people talking about? Well, Alpha is simply this. It's an introduction course to the Christian faith. And so it's a place where over eight weeks, like we said in the skits, totally free, free dinner, free child care. Now you can come and over the eight weeks just learn, ask any kind of questions and learn the basics of the faith. And so today what we're going to do is a little mini alpha here at church. Isn't that going to be fun? So you might have said, you know what, I never have come to the alpha course. I haven't tried it. But yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what it's all about. Well, today you're going to be in week one of alpha. So we're going to do pretty much the same thing that we do, uh, except that we're not going to eat dinner together. <laughs> you can go eat. <laughs> Sorry, I know, you're going to leave already, but stick around, and then you can eat afterwards with uh, the great refreshments after. So uh, we are excited that some of you, you might say, after going through that today, you know what, that sounds like fun. I'm a little bit more curious. And then you would take that huge step of faith to say, is there somebody that I would love to know to invite to Alpha? Is there somebody that maybe doesn't know the Lord yet? Somebody in your circle of friends, somebody that you work with, maybe a family member, and you would say, yeah, I'm going to pray for them. And just like that skit, I'm just going to pull out an invitation or just text them, call them, whatever, to invite them to Alpha. Anyway, let's go ahead and pray. Then we're going to watch a video, break up into some small groups, and it's going to be a great Alpha Sunday. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, just say thank you so much for allowing us to come together today, that we would be able to experience, Lord, a little bit about what this whole thing called Alpha is all about. But more importantly, Lord, we ask that you would help us to experience the good news of Jesus, that we would come and exchange all of our junk today, all of our worries, all of the things that are in the back of our mind, maybe throughout the week that we brought here. And we just exchange it, Lord, for your peace. We thank you so much today, Lord, that you would go ahead and meet us where we're at right now. We thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. We all said, Amen. Let's watch this video. Hi, I'm Nikki. Welcome to Alpha. Life is busy. Every day we ask so many questions. What should I wear? What's the weather going to be like? What's happening today? How am I going to fit everything in? But then there are those bigger questions. 
Like, why am I here? Where am I heading? Is this it? Is there more to life than this? These are life's big questions. But there's rarely enough time to think them through properly. We all have different perspectives on the meaning of life and faith. And Alpha is an opportunity to explore life's big questions. This is a great place to come together and talk about them openly and honestly. I'm Gemma. I'm Toby. And this is Alpha. Um, I go on Google. Google. I definitely Google. I go on Wikipedia. Internet. I uh, scroll through all the different answers and then I try and combine it and then make my own kind of cornerstone. Or smart friends. I don't ask big life questions. It's too hard to answer. Google or my grandmother. I meditate or I read. When I have a big life questions, I probably go to my family. I haven't really had any mess with what they say. My mom or my dad, basically. My mom or my dad, maybe my grand. I get most of my answers from the library in any section there, because I don't really trust the people that I'm around. The key is always to yourself. you got to figure some things out for yourself. If I'm confused, I go to him first. And he confuses me more. But when it's something more personal, I try to find it within myself first. Friends of mine told me that the first night they came to Alpha, they sat in their car for half an hour, waiting and watching people going in. And eventually, when they'd seen enough normal-looking people going in, they thought they'd give it a try. And one thing that might be going through your mind is, am I going to be the only one there who doesn't believe all this stuff, who's not a Christian, that doesn't go to church? Well, if that's you, then you're in the right place. Alpha is designed for people who wouldn't call themselves Christians or who are not regular churchgoers. It might feel a bit strange to be discussing life and faith with people that you've never met before, but the best thing about Alpha is often the great friendships that are formed over the weeks. For much of my life, I was not remotely interested in Christianity. In fact, I don't think I'd ever come to something like Alpha. I was not brought up as a Christian. My father was a secular Jew. He was an agnostic, and my mother didn't go to church. Uh, and I had no interest at all in Christianity. First of all, I just thought it was so boring. Everything to me about church, Christianity, religion was just dull and dreary, and it kind of made me feel a little bit guilty. I didn't know why, but I just didn't want to have anything to do with it. And I also thought it was untrue. I, I thought I'd sort of thought it through, and uh, I'd come up with these intellectual objections, and I called myself, very pretentiously, I called myself a logical determinist. And I quite enjoyed arguing with people who called themselves Christians. And at university, I had a bit of a reputation for being an argumentative atheist. And I also thought it was irrelevant to my life. I couldn't see how someone who'd lived 2,000 years ago, 2,000 miles away, could have any relevance to my life today. It just seemed outdated and irrelevant. But at the same time, looking back now, I would say something was missing. I say that because I don't think I was living in the moment. I was always looking forward to the next thing in life. So when I was at school, I was thinking, when I finish my exams, maybe that will be when I'm going to really start to enjoy life. I finished my exams, and then after about three weeks, I started to think there's got to be more to life than this. And I thought, well, maybe when I've left school, that will be what life's all about. And then I left school, and after about three weeks, I started to think there's got to be more to life than this. I thought, well, maybe the answer to get a girlfriend. 
and somehow, I don't know how I managed it, but I managed to find a girlfriend. Again, after about three weeks, I said, there's got to be more to life than this. And, and basically, there was something missing. I was longing for more. The actor Jim Carrey once said, I wish everyone could get rich and famous and have everything they've ever dreamed of, so they would know that's not the answer. Some people dream of having their name in lights, of fame and fortune. Some people dream of finding happiness through relationships, careers, money, whatever it may be. But do you ever get that niggly feeling that as good as those things are, there must be more to life? Yeah, all too often life just doesn't turn out the way we think it should. And even when it does and we achieve our wildest dreams, it's somehow never quite enough. It just doesn't satisfy. It's like there's something missing. The comedian and actor Russell Brand said, drugs and alcohol are not my problem. Reality is my problem. Drugs and alcohol are my solution to fill up a hole inside me. And Jesus said, I am the bread of life. In other words, I'm the one who fulfills the longing that's deep inside every human heart. Jesus claimed to be the one person who can satisfy that spiritual hunger. Freddie Mercury, the lead singer of the rock group Queen, had amassed a huge fortune and attracted millions of fans. But he admitted in an interview shortly before his death that he was desperately lonely. He said this, you can have everything in the world and still be the loneliest man, and that's the most bitter type of loneliness. Success has brought me world idolization and millions of pounds, but it's prevented me from having the one thing we all need, a loving, ongoing relationship. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Ultimately, there's only one relationship that is totally loving and goes on forever, and that's a relationship with God. And Jesus said, I am the way to that relationship. Maybe money. What makes me happy? Music. Music, ice cream and cheese. Sleep makes me happy. Oh, going to the gym, see my friends, going to the pub, play football. Dogs. Alcohol. Uh, women. Pretty much. The idea of life in general makes me happy. Clothes. Uh, women. More to life than this. That's a really good question. I don't know, I can't tell you. I think we're supposed to learn a couple of things. There's nothing more. I'm still figuring that out, to be honest. Uh, no. It's live in the moment. Absolutely, I strongly believe that there's more to life than this. No idea, sorry. <laughs> when I was about 17, I was sitting having a burger with two friends, and we were looking out the window and commenting on a few of the stores across the street, and I suddenly realized that I couldn't read any of the signs, even if I squinted. So I asked if I could borrow one of my friend's pair of glasses, and as soon as I put them on, I realized I could see everything, like colors, shapes, words. I was amazed at how everything was so clear. And I could see before, but now I could really see. And to me, that's the best way to describe the difference that Jesus makes. Jesus is the lens through which we see God. And he's also the lens by which we see the world in a totally different way. Jesus said, I am the truth. Some people's response to a Christian might be, well, it's great for you, you found meaning and purpose in your life, but it's not for me. But when you think about it, that's not actually a logical position, because if Christianity is true, it's of vital importance to every one of us. And if it's not true, it's not great for us, because it means we're deluded. 
C.S. Lewis was one of the great intellectual giants of the 20th century, probably best known as the author of the Chronicles of Narnia. He said this, Christianity, if false, is of no importance, and if true, of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. I come from a family of lawyers, so naturally I wanted to look at the original documents and sources. I never really looked at the evidence before, and I was astonished at how much evidence there is for the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. For me, it was through reading these documents that we find in the New Testament that I came to the conclusion, it's true. One of the last cases I did as a lawyer was in the Court of Appeal in front of Lord Denning, an absolutely brilliant mind, perhaps the greatest judge of the 20th century. He said on one occasion that his Bible was his most tattered book in his library. He'd examined the evidence really carefully, and he came to the conclusion, it's true. One former professor of history at Oxford University described the resurrection as the best attested fact in history. I hadn't realized how many of the pioneers of modern science were believers. Descartes, Newton, Kepler, Galileo, Locke, Copernicus, Faraday, Kelvin, Pasteur, Francis Collins, one of the greatest scientists of our time, was director of the Human Genome Project, mapping the three billion letters in the human DNA, considered by many to be the most significant scientific undertaking of our time. He describes how he encountered Jesus and came to believe in the truth of Christianity. So that's just a little taste of the Alpha video. And you're starting to get a little bit of a feel of what the video is like. Isn't that good stuff? I just love the. It's so packed. You know, the first session, this is what we'd be watching. We will be watching on Wednesday night for week one. Christianity, is it boring? Is it untrue? Is it irrelevant? And then they start to build the case for how Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And they do a great job, as you can see, putting together the video and so we watch different subject matter, different video each week. And so what we do is we have dinner, then we move into a time where we uh, go ahead and watch this video together, and finally we break up into small groups. And so we're going to be breaking up into small groups right now. So this is going to be a little tricky because we have about 70 people in here. But we have for you about uh, 10, 11 leaders. And so what I'm going to ask is, in just a few minutes, is gonna, we're going to turn around and make groups of about six or seven people. And we would love for you to just go ahead and just enjoy yourself getting to know the other people in your Alpha small group, now that you're in Alpha. And you would just get to know them and just go for it and ask a few questions. We want everybody just to feel relaxed. Uh, just kick back, have a good time. We can do that in church. It's okay. And uh, we're going to have your leaders. You find whatever leader you want. I would recommend you stay around this area, groups of six or seven. And we would have the leaders go ahead and raise your hand, uh, stand up. And then leaders, if you could go ahead and spread out. Otherwise, if we're all clumped together, then we're not going to be able to spread out through. So leaders, spread yourselves out. We have about 10 or 11 leaders. You can st leaders stand up. And then once you, the leaders are standing up, uh, and spread out leaders, spread out to make sure you get some in the middle, some on the left, some on the right, some in the front, some in the back. And then we're going to just simply turn our chairs and make a circle. Okay, ready? On your mark, get set, go! 
I'm going to be the person who bums everybody out and says, time to come back to your regular chair. Oh, boo. You guys are having so much fun. But we're just going to do a little bit of a taste of Alpha in the small groups. And so uh, if you want to do experience it more, you got to come out <laughs> Wednesday nights. All right. Well, did you have fun in your small groups? All right. Which group had the best group? All right. <laughs> you guys ate in your group? Oh, that was cool. So what do we do in Alpha? We eat together. We watch a video. It's usually about 20 to 30 minutes long. And then we get into the small groups. And I find that the most powerful time in Alpha is the small group time. You get to kind of, you show up week one, you're so nervous, you don't know anybody, and you're thinking, why am I here? Oh, I can't believe I came, I feel so, and then you are sitting there, you're thinking, oh, oh, is this going to be weird? And by the time you're done, even with the first night, you see people let their guard down, and they say, okay, I'll see you back here next week. Just like you guys wanted to probably talk story more in your group, same thing on Alpha Nights. People just really look forward to that small group time. And then by the time the eight weeks are done, you see that people have formed genuine relationships and friendships. And so a lot of times people say that was the best part of Alpha, getting to know new friends. Well, uh, I want to just let you know the power of an invitation. You saw from the skit, just passing out one of these. There, if you could take a look in your bulletin, Everybody pull this out, and I just want you to kind of imagine yourself writing the name of somebody that you really care about, that God has put on your heart to invite to Alpha, that you would say, you know what, I'm going to take that huge step of faith to pray and to go ahead and call them up, send them a text, maybe go and visit and drop off an invitation and let them know. You know, a lot of times we're so scared, like, Oh, it's out of my comfort zone. I don't want to do it. I don't know what they're going to say. I think I've said this before a lot of times. Even if somebody says no, at the end of the day, they know, wow, that person cared enough to invite me. And they'll remember that. They might not come the first time. Just like Pat, he left his invitation here. <laughs> but I'm going to find Pat. And you see, <laughs> you see the Lord really move and work in Pat's life. So just take that step of faith. Pray and go ahead and invite your friend, your family, your co-worker. And we see what the Lord has been just doing in Pat's life. And right now I'm going to call Kareen Murakami up to the stage. Let's give Kareen a huge hand. And I love hearing Kareen's story of how she got involved and uh, what uh, the Lord is doing uh, in her and through her, through this thing called Alpha. Okay. I'm just the eye Hello. Um, the reason, the first time I went to Alpha is because I saw the video. And um, before that, I was trying to find a way to talk to my friends about God. And um, I wanted to bring them to church, but I didn't want to seem too pushy. So when I saw this video, then I thought, oh, this is good. You know, I should go and learn how to do it, you know. So I asked Sue if she could come with me, and that's how it started. So um, the first time when I went, um, it was really comfortable talking to people, you know, just like in the group, like how we just did. 
And, um, and for eight weeks, you see the same group of people. You don't go to different groups, so you stay with that same group of people. So you feel really comfortable. And then every week I wanted to come back. You know, it's like, oh, I can't wait till Wednesday, you know. I can't wait to go to that nice house and eat the good food and see that same group of people because you, you kind of get a bond with each other. And you just want to keep talking about things. And then they just end it just like that. Like, okay, time's up. And it's like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> and then so every night I would come home and talk to Neil. Oh, so well, how was I at home? <laughs> two hours. She did two hours to do this. You know, I, I didn't know I was coming up. <laughs> so this is a really true experience. I, I, I um, would be at home, um, usually sleeping by the time she would come home. And she would come and wake me up and say, oh, you got to know about this thing called Alpha and, you know, Max and everything. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? 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 And then she would keep on talking to me. Like, she wouldn't stop talking. Like, no, wake up, wake up. And she would, every week, it would mark a new portion. Like, she's like, oh, you know, we're leading in this thing. And then she would start to talk about, you know, this guy, Pat. And you can really tell that God is really working on Pat. And I go, who's Pat? And I was like, well, what's going on? And so it's like, Pat has this big bullseye. So when I walk into church, like, which guy is Pat? So it's like, so, um, you know, that was the experience from my side of the, the bed because I'm just sleeping most of the time. I've never been. So I went after Okay, so that was the first time. Then I went a second time because I thought, oh, I want to continue this again. So I, he had the next session. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. So I went and then, um, oh, that was the time when we had that big group. So the first group was only eight people. This second group was like 16 people. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to talk in front of everybody because you have to go around the whole circle and talk and say your name and remember everybody's name. I was like, I'm not going to remember everybody's name. And so I felt a little intimidated. So I, the next time, well, that night, I think I called Pastor Max, and then I said, could you just split that group in half? Because, you know, it's just too big for me, and I can't talk in front of everyone. And so he says, well, okay. So he said, okay, if I split the group, then you and Sue are going to have to lead the other group. And I was like, oh, I don't like to be a leader. <laughs> and so I said, okay, I'm going to tell Sue to be the leader. <laughs> so then I said, okay, 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 we'll do that, okay, because I wanted a small group. And so I said, Sue, okay, he's going to split the group in half, but we have to lead it. So you can be the host and lead it. And then she said, no, I don't think so. I think God wants you to do it. I said, I'm not a leader. I can't do it. And so I said, oh, okay, if I want this small group, I have to lead. So I said, okay, okay. So I did. And so they said, all you have to do is read the questions. And just like how I'm coming up today, I'm like so scared. And then Neil, Neil said, what <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, so he said, Korean, Korean, you're not a leader. You're just a facilitator. So I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds better. I just have to read the questions. Okay, I can do that. So I did that. Okay, and that's when Pat was in my group. And I was like, and he was the only male. And I was like, oh, I didn't even want a male in my group. <laughs> and then I said, oh, okay, okay. And then he's not even looking, you know, he's just looking at his time and looking around. And I said, if you're not comfortable in this group, you can go to the other group. Because he kept looking at the other group. <laughs> so I said, oh. Then the next week, he didn't come. And I was like, oh my gosh, I see. I knew I wasn't a good leader. And then so when I saw him in church, and I said, are you going to come? Were you sick or something? And he's like, uh, no. And I said, oh, you didn't come that so I, the next time. And he's, oh, I'll be there the next time. So he did come back, and then he came back for the rest of the time. So then I felt better. <laughs> <laughs> and then later, okay, so that was the second time. 
Then the third time, when I, I went to another session, only because Pat wanted to be a leader, and I was like, why does he want to be a leader? And I said, okay, he wants to be a leader, that's good. So now I have to go back to support him and be a helper. And then he wanted to get baptized. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? So, <laughs> so I was like, okay. I was like, wow, is that because I was a leader, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I felt kind of good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. So that was the third time. And then the fourth time, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it again. You know, three times I did it already, right? So I said, maybe that's enough already. So the fourth time, I was like, okay, I'm going to pray about it. But I didn't hear God. So for all this time, I've been praying, praying, and I didn't hear God. And then two weeks ago, I told Sue, I don't think I'm going to do it because I don't feel or hear God. And she goes, I don't know, Corrine. I think we're supposed to do it. So I said, okay, I don't know. I'll pray about it. And then, because um, I was thinking, you know, the traffic, and I work eight hours, you know, I'm so tired. It's like, ugh. But then I came to church, and then Pastor Mark was talking about, he talked about listening to God and helping in areas God calls you. And everything he said was like, you, Corrine, you do this, you do that, you be the leader. Da, da. Somehow I got that out of your sermon. I don't know why, but... <laughs> <laughs> And then so I said, okay, okay. So I said, Sue, I think I'm supposed to go again and be a leader. And then I said, ah. And then so I went to Pat and I said, Pat, I guess I'm going to do it again. I'm going to be a leader. And this time I felt like I should be a leader. But it's not a leader. It's a facilitator. <laughs> and um, wait, the last part. Can't hurry up. Um, come to eat. I don't know. Wait, come to um. <laughs> Well, anyway, I just want to say that I really, it touched me. Alpha is really good. If you don't know about it, you know, you should try it out. Um, it really brings people out. It, you make new relationships. You get to know people better, you know, and you can bring your non-Christian friends. And it's just an easy place to be. Okay, thank you. Why don't we go ahead and stand? Was this fun? Was this a good time? It doesn't seem like there's enough minutes, right? It's, we could keep going. But it's really not about Alpha. Alpha is just really one tool that we can get to know the Lord more. It's really all about Jesus. You know, Jesus, a lot of times people think that, ah, boring. Ah, church, it's irrelevant to my life. Oh, it's untrue. Why would these people wasting their time? A lot of the world thinks that. And you know, that's why I praise the Lord that he would create something. Alpha is just one of the things that he can use to help bring people to get to know and start a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Amen? It's not about Alpha. It's all about Jesus. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way. And the truth and the life. It's not boring. It's not irrelevant. It's not untrue. Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord God, we just say thank you so much, Jesus, that you are the way and the truth and the life. And God, we pray for each person here, God, that you would continue to develop, strengthen our relationship with God through Jesus. First and foremost, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that if you're calling some of us to 
just like you did to Kareen and Pat, Neil, and so many others here, Lord, to Alpha this time, then that's awesome. Lord, just put it on our hearts, Lord, that you would put it on our hearts to go ahead and take that step of faith to invite somebody. And that's, that's an exercise in our faith as well. So, Lord, we leave it to you. Speak to us now, Lord, that you would just put those friends and family and co-workers on our hearts, that we would really pray for them and take that step to invite them. But, Lord, if we don't come to Alpha, Lord, we, that's fine, too. We just pray that you would continue to do a good work in our lives, Lord. Continue to do a good work in our uh, faith and to do a good work in our church, God, as, as we together learn how to invite others into a relationship with God. We thank you for all of this. In Jesus' name, we all said, Amen. Amen. Well, hope you had fun today in Alpha Sunday. Like I said, we're going to do it in reverse. There's a whole bunch of food uh, in the back refreshments. And just bless somebody on the way out. And if you have any prayer needs, we would love for you to come on up. We're going to have the elders up here for prayer. Aloha. Have a great Sunday.